Welcome to the Smoothies, the Eugeniusz Yatsky Memorial Society Awards for Excellence in Smooth Music. I'm Jeff, and I'm Casey Casey. Casey, who can we expect to see tonight? Daryl Hall and John Oates. No. Van Halen's David Lee Roth. Nope. Napoleon and Hitler. Definitely not. Okay, let's start over. Welcome to the Smoothies, the Eugeniusz Yatsky Memorial Society Awards for Excellence in Smooth Music. With appearances by J.D. Riznar, David Lyons, Hollywood Steve, and of course, Hunter. Now, please give a warm welcome to your smoothie host, the smoothest of the smooth, Quincy Jones. Beyond Yacht Rock. All right, thank you. Thank you. I am Quincy Jones. Welcome to the Smoothie Awards, motherfuckers. Uh, you may know me as the guy who... I'm the only guy on the planet who could make that ding-dong Michael Jackson seem cool, you know? He's a weirdo. He orders his Big Mac with small fries, you know? But I made that motherfucker sound cool, man. You listen to Thriller, you think, man, that motherfucker likes sucking some big mammary jammeries, you know? You know, guys? That's right. All right, smooth music. That's what we're celebrating today, right? Back in the day, oh, all music was smooth, man. I just turned 400 years old. My bones are aching. I've had sex with over five million motherfuckers. Wolf Mozart was my cat. Me and Wolf, we used to take so much opium, have so much sex, man, it was nasty. Buddy, Luddy Beethoven, he'd watch and just take notes, you know? Big old quill pen stroking his chin and shit. That motherfucker paid attention, you know? Fifth Symphony is based on me coming on Wolf's back. I'm not shitting you, man. It's unusual for me to take male lovers, but that genius motherfucker Mozart taught me everything I know about smooth. That's right. Man, That's Q, right. Q's spilling all the tea here. Uh, I got a lot of secrets to tell you guys, to tell you motherfuckers you know. All right, speaking of smooth, these Beyond Yacht Rock motherfuckers took my... Took, look back and... Uh, uh, I'm kind of old, guy. <laughs> Quincy, right, I can't we're... believe you wrote this much. <laughs> I know. Well, it was my writers, you know. You're almost 90. I know. It was my writer. I hired uh, award show writers, you know. But you it's all the it. stories are all true. Sounds like you need an editor. I sat with them and I, <laughs> I told them stories about my days. You Dave, know? laughing in the mic. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't do it. Please don't make fun of me. Uh, you're very lucky to get me to host this show. No, we're we're glad you're here. Keith. I'm very old and very tired. Yeah. Very handsome. Not the only right. one that noticed. Speaking of smooth, these Beyond Yacht Rock motherfuckers look back and uh, look back and uh, uh, best pop music I made 40 years ago, and they said that's yacht, you know? It's called Yacht Rock music, and they made a show about it. My character was just an extra. Should have been all about me, but I forgive you motherfuckers, all right? Uh, JD, Steve, Hunter, and Dave. How uh, how are you smooth motherfuckers? Uh, pretty, pretty smooth, Q. Yeah, pretty, doing pretty great. Smooth. Better now. Yep. We're really excited to have you here and to be doing these uh, Eugenio Shiatsky Memorial Awards. Um, it's it's uh-oh. a big night. Uh oh. Oh, what's this? Band. Um, listen. 
Uh, you could, I know you have a question for me, Steve. You can save it for later. I want to talk about this. Well, you can ask me. Go ahead, ask me your question, Hollywood Steve. Hollywood right, Steve, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Q, I just, I, I just, now that we have you here in the room, I've just always wanted to ask you, how did it feel when you became the first African American ever elected chairman of the Illuminati? It was illuminating, you know. It was a, I know. I mean, I bet it was. Like, you've got a lot of tea to spill here tonight. Listen, the Illuminati is just like a bunch of McDonald's franchisees that just talk about what they're going to price hamburgers. I was a little disappointed, I got to oh, tell you I, the truth. I knew there was collusion there. Yeah, there's a lot of collusion going on with the Illuminati. All right, so, boys. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Hey, thanks, Q. Yeah, no problem. That's a two-way street, man. We love, we love, <laughs> love, we love pod- you. Every, every, every podcast appearance of yours is just, it's manna from heaven. Listen, I'm the man, all right? Uh, I think I know what is yacht and what is yacht. I listened to an episode. And I'm going to throw a bone to myself here. Uh, you motherfuckers throw bones, right? That's all, what you do on the all, show? All the time. All right, that's your we thing. We sling some bones. Yeah, toss some bones. All right, well, I'm throwing myself a bone. This is my masterpiece, Razzmatazz. I know, I don't know if it's a Yacht Rock song or not, but but it's a jam, and I love saying Razzmatazz, my man. Yeah, that's right. Razzmatazz, 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 Razzmatazz. You know, Kidada's name was almost Razzmatazz. No fooling. Yeah. But then we knew we wanted to call our second one uh, Rashida, and we thought Kidada and Rashida would go better than Razzmatazz and Rashida. Makes sense. Makes good sense. Never messed up with you, Q. No, I'm a, I'm a, I I have quite the life. I get my dick sucked by dogs. Q, I got a, I got a question. Yes. Where do you come up with your ideas? Well, here's what I do. I sit in a chair and I think uh, with my brain, you know, you know, uh-huh. I bring up, I bring, and then I have a bunch of motherfuckers come over to my house, Cher, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Macron from France. I oh, he's that, he's that good looking guy who everybody hates. Yeah. And also, that uh, was actually Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it used to be him back in the day, but then, uh, now he's president of France. Yeah. He's, uh. yeah. And then, uh, uh, do, do karate. That one Canadian motherfucker, he comes over too. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so this, I want to talk about this song. You guys, you throw the bones and you talk about the songs, right? Like a bunch it. of, uh, credit knowing motherfuckers. You guys read the motherfucking liner notes. We All do right. have the internet. All right, so I got some motherfuckers to play on this track. Steve Lukather is on guitar, you know. All right. You know? Yeah, we're that good. Guy. He's that cat's axe was smoking, man. Herbie Hancock on the e-piano. That dude taught the world all about the Fender Rhodes, you know? When I need a fucker to, pay, to play tickle keys, I'm bringing the original gangster, the OG. Herbie motherfucking Hancock, you know. Filling Gaines is on here yeah, on the artificial electric piano, a.k.a. synthesizer. Sizzling, synthing sound, man. I got Paulino, you know, all the motherfuckers. Patty Austin singing Voice of an Angel, you know. Her voice sounds like it feels when you, you suck opium off uh, Wolf Mozart's Rachmaninoff, you know what I mean? You know? I gotta say... Rashida uh, wrote that joke for I me. I gotta say, this audience is pretty fickle. You'd think there'd be more laughs and claps. Well, right? I think There's hilarious jokes you're throwing out there. I don't think they've ever seen a, a 90-year-old man this smooth tell jokes this good before. I think they expect me to be a little more doddering than I am, you know? I'm not doddering. I'm showing off my rottering. Oh, they like that one. <laughs> you know, one fun, one thing I want, another brag I want to do. I, I, uh, one, you know that song to Full House, the theme song to Full House. 
I actually yeah. wrote that. I wrote the first draft of that. No, no, you didn't. Yeah. You did? I did, I did, but I thought it was a, a full house. I thought it was about old guys playing poker together, right? And so my original lyrics is, whatever happened to my dick's ability to get hard to grow a yard and please the ladies. That's good. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Quincy. Again, yeah. audience is not liking that. Quincy not liking the, everywhere the we, sex jokes. Everywhere we come, everywhere we come. Uh, but then they change all the lyrics. But I understand why, because it's about little tiny girls. Yeah, I think I'd like your show better. I think it would be a good one. Mike would have liked your show. With, uh, eh, fuck it. Let's not talk about him. He's a motherfucker. Uh, Vanderbilt? Yeah. All guys, right. Guys are right, right creep. So listen. I give this a 100 on the Eugenius Yasky scale of yacht rock music, you know? So fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm going to take a back seat while you cats talk about the awards. Well, good thing your, your score doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Quincy Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Quincy uh, Jones, we got him to host. Wow, man. So good to see you, Q. Also, I want to go on record. Mike Vanderbilt's not a creep. He's a good guy. Delightful house. Well, you said it. I was trying to make a joke. Well, the audience didn't appreciate it. That's all I know. Yeah, no response at all. No, no laughter, no clapping, no nothing. Wow. So, so this, these awards that we're doing tonight, this is basically, this is our 100th episode. Finally. We finally made it. Um, 100th episode. Uh, um, I guess we can introduce our voices. J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve. Dave. Hunter. Uh, Again, so, no clap. This episode, it's a, it's a dis- distillation of everything we learned about Yacht Rock over the course of 100 episodes and 100 mini-sodes. Um, an Academy of Yacht Rock experts was convened to find the nominees and winners overseen by the accountants Boatsum, Floatsum, and Roberts. It took, it took them a few months. It was a very uh, contentious panel meeting of Yacht Rock experts, but it's finally we finally have the results in hand. And we're going to reveal them here tonight. And a lot of th- all you good people. A lot of thought went into these awards. Uh, a lot of thought. <laughs> yeah. A lot of thought. Dave, well, when you kind of like designed your awards, what were you thinking? Like you really wanted to honor folks? I wanted to honor. I wanted to showcase. I wanted to elevate. You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do all that tonight. I wanted to say some names. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I did it. Well, not yet. I anticipate I will do that. I wanted to I wanted to do some callbacks to things that things that maybe people will remember from earlier episodes of the podcast. Yeah, and hopefully it's a good farewell to the Beyond Yacht Rock format as we move on to other pastures. And we had to wait for Quincy to have an opening in his schedule. Yeah, yeah he's that's got a very really busy the schedule. real reason we Took waited about so eight long months to do this. Hey, no, hey guys, enough I'm back. Okay, enough, oh, enough, hey. enough jibber jabber. All right, let's. Uh, Let's give away some motherfucking awards, motherfuckers. Most on the nose, Yacht Rock song. Dancing away on the beach in the Caribbean with the cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. And the nominees are... Oh, hold on, hold on. What did I miss? Okay. Man, we should have really done that dress rehearsal. Yeah, Quincy, we should have done Okay. <laughs> should have got here earlier. Uh, I know. We should have dress rehearsaled. Yeah, right. I mean, you look great. I understand it now. I understand it now. All yeah. right. So this is, this is what we'll do. Thanks, Quincy, for our first award tonight. 
One thing we learned over the course of the podcast is not all yacht rock is about sailing. Some are about heartbreak. Some are about fools. Some are about three and a half minutes long. <laughs> Many people equate yacht rock Boy, with... No response from the audience no. on that at all. That's why we had to let. Oh, there, there they are. are. There they are. Many people equate Yacht Rock with sailing, but few songs about sailing make the boat. However, rarely an artist distills every thematic trend of Yacht Rock lyrics into a sailing metaphor or in some other way places a song directly on the yacht nose. See, then I play the bumper. You on see? the nose, mm. Yacht Rock song. Dancing away oh. on the beach in the Caribbean. Good bumpers. Cheeseburgers. And the nominees are... Wait, that was Marina Rock playing there. If You Should Sail, Nielsen Pearson. Sailing by Christopher Cross. Sail on a Rainbow, Art Garfunkel. The Sailor Song by Pages. Cool Fool by Bruce Roberts. And the winner is Trail to Your Heart, Sailing Without a Sail by Bill LeBounty. Yes, not only is Bill a bounty the saddest of the Yacht Rock sad sacks, he's crafted this song using incompetent sailing metaphors. Uh, as a, as a metaf- incompetent sailing is the metaphor. Uh, <laughs> incompetent reading. Yeah. Am I right? You've been smoking, smoking with Quincy? You've been hanging out with Q, yeah. Yeah, I have. He's got me so high. So... You, Bi- you need a proofreader. Bill of Bounties crafted this song using incompetent sailing as a metaphor for the foolish aimlessness of embarking on a new one-sided relationship. The song begins with desperate longing and devolves into a desperate begging set to the sound of a smoking guitar solo. He does it all without any significant yacht, per- yacht personnel. All of this helps the song navigate past the others to be the most on-the-nose yacht rock song despite the metaphorical lack of sail. There we go. What do you guys think of this winner? You guys like this winner? That's a good winner. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty. I would have, I would have, I would have picked uh, sailing to win this. I would have, if you'd asked me before the award show out on the red carpet, who do you like tonight? I would have said, well, in the category of most on the nose yacht rock song, I gotta think it's gonna go to sailing by Christopher Cross. This is a pretty big upset. This, I, I, congratulations to Bill Lebounty. I'm guessing because you know you get a lot of the casuals that don't vote for every award, but they're yeah. gonna vote for the the most sailing song. Yeah. Yeah. Since this says sail twice in the title, yeah, that's probably what. what yeah, that's true. Sailing by Christopher Cross only says sailing once in the title. That's true. So I mean, I I don't want anybody out there to be upset. Otherwise, we might have a mutiny on Lebounty. <laughs> hey, that was a good one, Steve. Thank yeah. you very much. I'll be here all week. You would have that thought the audience would have got that good. one. That's a funny though. motherfucker. You guys never told me this motherfucker was so funny. Otherwise, I would have interviewed him on the red carpet and asked him who he thought would win it's tonight. It's taken 100 episodes to get here. He was standing by himself eating a taco. I thought I'd leave him alone. Was he photographing it for Instagram? Yeah, he sure was. <laughs> you damn right I was. You never step between a, <laughs> a man and his Instagram taco. You, you know? know how luscious that meat was in that taco? My God, it was so savory. Yeah, I, I got to share Expertly my carne asada recipe with you. Oh, yeah, you really do. Yeah. You know what? I like my meat uh, sweet. I yeah. don't like savory meat. Hmm. I like sweet meat. Like, sweet a, meat. like a fruit salsa on top, maybe? No, I just like meat to be sweet, man. I don't want to know it's meat. Oh, because it rhymes. I, no, I just like to eat. That's true. I like the wrap on it. Meat. I like to eat meat, and I say, Kidada, oh, what is this fruit you've given me? 
And she says it's meat, and I say I love you, my little girl. <laughs> All right, let's let's go on to the next award. Uh, okay, let's uh, hold on. Uh, hey, what? What? First off, congratulations, Bill of Bounty. Congratulations. Never met him. I hear he's a piece of shit. You know. Okay. Right, oh, he's spilling all the tea tonight, Q. <laughs> next award, give it up to Hunter. Um. Okay. Thanks, Q. Look at some days you need to hop in the car to get a cool pop after playing hockey on the pond. Best place I know is Myers. But there's one if there's not one close, you can always go to the party store. These are the nominees for best artist for a Michigan accent, excluding any percaros. Best artist for a Michigan accent. Hey mom, can I borrow some money? I gotta go down to Meyer and buy a gift for my cousin. And the nominees are you got to put an S on that, uh, that Meyer. Yeah. Uh, okay, the nominees are <clears throat> Donald Fagan, New Frontier, Eric Tag, No One There, Tavares, I Don't Want You Anymore, <laughs> Carol Bear Sager, Stronger Than Before, Bruce Roberts, Cool Fool, and the winner is Burnin' Burns, Eye for an Eye. Oh, Burning Barnes. Oh, don't you know. Yeah, look at Burning Barnes is a good Friday night from Clio to White Cloud to Alpena to Iron Mountain. They're also a hell of a band, and I'd play Euchre and enjoy a Coney to them any day. <clears throat> They're really peak Southern Yacht, which is really like the thumb of Yacht Rock. Nevertheless, these Burns and Barneses guys belong on the boat with peak SoCal bros and a few New Yorkers that don't New York it all up. So uh, what we're hearing here is the titular track off of 1983's An Eye for an Eye. Oh, They're... that album's a real Barnes burner yeah, right there. There <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker goes again. This guy, I'm he's on got fire. me in stitches, you know? You got me in stitches, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Rashida you should be a writer for her show about the funny cop lady that she acted, you know? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, this is uh, this is Burning Barnes. This is her one and only album, which is a fucking travesty, if you ask me. But hey, they're a smoothie winner now, and no one can take that away from them. Or we'll tell them that they won. Does anybody know them? Anybody know how they're doing these days? Real good. <laughs> oh, oh that's, so, that's swell. Yeah, I, I knew them back in the day, you know. They were really into a, a drug. It, was a, it wasn't a very popular drug. Uh, it was called uh, uh, Durto. Durto. It was brown, all right? And you, <laughs> Clever name. Yeah, you licked it off the floor. You, but it got you high as a motherfucker, you know. You know, so one night, one night, uh, Studio Fifty Four, you know, it had a had a, a dirto night, and they just put dirt all over that motherfucking dance floor. I mean, I was, I love that shit, you know. I was on my hands and knees just licking that up like a Hoover, you know wow, what I'm talking just about? Walk, just running around licking the floor all yeah, over. Yeah, I saw the first time Kidada showed me a showed me a Roomba. I was like. Let me tell you a little story about Durto at Studio 54 and me, yeah. you know, because that looks like your old man back in the day, you know. Yeah. I just, I just imagine, Q, I imagine you just navigating around all those puddles of jizz. Yeah. Burns and Barnes, man, they love that shit too, man. Yeah. I'm sure this was, this was probably, uh, the sound of this tells me it was, it was recorded and written on Durto. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever go to a, in, back in Michigan, did you ever... Do you ever have like a barn burn down in your in your town? Like there's like a big yeah. fire out out, yeah, out real, in the real barn burner. out by the lake. You get like a barn burning down and just like the whole farm is like because we had a farm 
uh, by our subdivision, and then when the wind blew just right, you'd get uh, you get the you get the smell of cow shit coming over. Oh you know, yeah, that was like my, the... my friend Dell's wedding at uh, the horse place. Oh yeah, 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 exactly like that. Yeah, let's As get married at an equestrian center in and we July. Always, and we always used to say, "Ooh, smell that dairy air." <laughs> there he goes again. There he goes again. I didn't again. make that one up on the spot. That's a recurring well, listen, bit from listen, back home. Listen, don't uh, take credit for it all, man, because you're impressing me, man. Don't, like, cut down your own stock before you grow into the beautiful flower that you are, you know? You know, you're right, Q. I appreciate your kind words. I Thank you very much. All right. Well, that was a really good award. I think, uh, you know, I've talked to some motherfuckers in Michigan, and, 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 and yeah, this would be a funny name to say in a Michigan accent, that is for sure. All right. Um, all right, well, we got another uh, award coming up, motherfuckers. So take it, uh, Steve. Who's no, this one's Dave. Dave, oh, oh. Hey, Q. Dave, right. over all here. Right, I'll get off the stage and let you do your thing. Uh, thanks. Thanks for being here, Q. No problem. I'll see you later, motherfuckers. Jesus. Uh, quite a get for us. This audience is just killing you. Yeah. Yeah, they're really. Well, it has been theorized that the heart is an organ that pumps blood, and it helps to flow to the rest of our body. If this is indeed the case, then perhaps the best heart song has an organ that pumps tunes into the ocean that helps flow some yachts into the mainstream of our hearts. Best heart. That's best heart. And the nominees are... The Pointer Sisters, Heart to Heart. Kenny Rogers, heart to heart. Bobby King, heart to heart. Alice Cooper, only my heart talking, written by Bruce Roberts. Bruce Roberts, heart be steady, a.k.a. cool fool part three. And the winner is... Nielsen Pearson, hasty heart. Oh! Wow! Another a, another upset. That's a spoiler. Yeah. I was I was expecting Kenny Loggins' "Heart to Heart." Nobody, I was expecting "Heart to Heart." Nobody likes that song. <laughs> All right, I wanna I wanna talk about what I said about uh, about this song in Yacht or Not, Yacht or Yacht number fifty three. <laughs> well, this crowd is insane. Man, it's like they're not paying attention. Uh, so back in episode 53, I said, this is from the 1983 Blind Luck album, and holy hell, the personnel. And holy hell is it? Neil Steubenhaus, High Vending, Lukather, Landau, Buchanan. I think I remember Hunting mentioning something about percussion. Who? Yeah, Paulino Feldman. Then, of course, the vocals is the unforgettable Reed Nelson and Mark Nielsen. They also played a bunch of instruments on this brother fucker. This is an absolute yacht, yacht jam. This may be essential. That's what I said in episode Is, is one of those guys named Pearson? Probably. So, this is an absolute yacht rock jam. I gotta tell you, can I take it? Can I interrupt? I'm sorry. I, I know I'm you're supposed gonna, to say it's sitting in the wings. Are you gonna tell us Steubenhaus stories? No, I don't have uh, any stories about them, but I just, you were naming off all that personnel, man. I thought I had to take a little blue pill to get a, a heart on, you yeah. know? You know, but I am fully erect right you? now. I would say you're welcome, but. I, I should be thanking you, because I get to see uh, that delicious uh, piece of uh, 
s- sweet what? chocolate thunder in your pants. Yes, I know. I should put it back inside my yeah. pants. But, you really should. You know, it's, it's, there's only like 30, three, 30 people, 33 people in the audience, you know? Maybe. I mean, they don't care. Quincy, yeah. you should have started by wearing pants to the to the awards show. That would have been a good idea. That's to be what fair, Rash- he only thought he was going to be filmed from the waist up. That's what Rashida told me, but I thought she was just uh, telling one of those jokes from her funny police lady show. Yeah. <laughs> She cracks me up. She's like, you You should You should marry her, Steve. You should maybe marry her. Yeah, she's very attractive. I, 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 I'm open. I'm open to a match. I, I will make a love connection, you know. Okay. That would be $1,000. <laughs> yeah. She, she has the money. Okay, good. We are a very rich family. You yeah, know. she does uh, She does all right. So uh, about... Uh, oh, yeah. That's, 30, that's the Patreon. That's right. The Patreon. Mm-hmm. 37 episodes later, we uh, Yatsky this a second time. And uh, I believe what I said about it the second time was uh, Was not that you only, were just going to copy and paste it into the document? Not only is it a Yacht Rock Jam, <laughs> this might be essential. Mm. Well, I have, I've pulled up the, uh, the yacht skiing uh, rating that we did for Hasty Heart. Thank God. Uh, JD gave it an 83. Mm-hmm. Hunter gave it an 86. Yep. I gave it an 87. Ooh. Dave, who said on two separate episodes that it was essential, gave it a 90. Yep. Oh, he that's wasn't a, lying. That's an essential score, folks. <laughs> what, what episode? <laughs> Not enough to save it. What episode was that? Uh, uh, 53 and 87. Oh, we did it twice? Mini-sode 53, yeah. bone okay. throw for real episode 87. Yeah. I gotta Taxi-sode, s- I should say. They're all real episodes. i got to say, I think scores would be a little different this time around. Maybe? Possibly. Should we yacht ski it now? No. no. For a third time? You know. Did we yacht we yacht ski it three times? No, we did it twice. Stop or, confusing me. Did we cover it once and yacht ski it? No, we what happened it was. Once and then he boned through it because he forgot that oh, we yacht yeah, ski it. Yeah, okay. I came over here one night and you and I were listening to records, as we do sometimes. And we were talking about how this was a great song and I couldn't believe it hadn't been on the show. That was a so smoking I, fucking guitar solo right I there. I put it on as my bone throw, forgetting that we yacht skied it before. Oh, okay. But we yacht skied it on a yacht or yacht, right? We did. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because you get more in-depth when you talk about it. Oh, the crowd loves it. Yeah. Yeah, I like these guys. I think we might have lost Q, though. I, think I like this song. I yeah, think I think those, he, he wandered off. He saw something shiny. I think <laughs> getting into the weeds of which episodes these were on, I think we lost him. He got a little oh, bored. Oh, I, shit. Q. Q. Yeah, well, Q. Oh, There's hey. no dirto on the floor, man. That's not what that is. <laughs> oh, where's my head? Uh-huh. That is regular dirt. Now that, so he's, now that he's looking at the floor, I wish more than ever that he was wearing pants. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm not doing a very good job hosting you guys. Hey, like, we're just happy you're here, Q. My you know, apologies, it's you know. true. Your balls do start to sag when you get older. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, wow. maybe, maybe we... They sure do, man. <laughs> listen, watch, watch what I can do with this. Check this out. Check this out. Grandfather clock, you get oh. it, you know? <laughs> you oh, know? my God. <laughs> you know? It's like that desk thing that keeps oh, yeah, going yeah, in the, the perpetual the, motion yeah. machine. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's, that's, that's me, man. You know, I haven't stopped yet. I'm 90 years old, you know? Jesus. Oh, my God, he's doing the pocket watch. There it is, baby. Do you like that? All right. We got another award coming up. Hollywood Holy Steve. hell. Make me laugh, my friend. The crowd is anticipating it with silence. I've got something to say. 
In politics, most policy is formulated behind the scenes by a motley assortment of academics, donor-funded think tanks, lawyers, underpaid staffers, and occasionally activists, or just paid industry lobbyists. At any rate, because of the nuts and bolts of policy, they're boring to most people and best <laughs> left to experts. Nuts. <laughs> and bolts. <laughs> together guy. at last. This guy, man. So it takes a charismatic politician who's better at the social stuff than most policy nerds to put a human face on all that technical shit and sell these policies to the public. Your substance needs a style. Your message needs a messenger. And so it is with music, too. Most people don't understand the finer technical points of playing your instrument or composing your complex jazz harmonies. But everybody gets a relatable persona who has feelings to feel and seems like someone they can identify with. So what happens when a highly skilled session guy gets up the gumption to do their own thing and, as the jazz purists say, lead their own session? I used to say that all the time, man. Yeah, do the, hey, we're going to do the session. Who's, who's leading the session? Oh, you're leading the session. All right. Lead the session. I just lost a little respect for Quincy for saying yeah, that. Well, it just keeps wandering up to the mic. <laughs> so guys who primarily work behind the scenes have to step out front and put a human face on their own music in order to sell it. And sometimes those faces are perfect for anonymous sidemen. And it's in, it's in this spirit that we present the next award. For Sexiest Session, session guy. guy. Nominees are... Paulinho Costa for the Sunrise album cover. I've pasted it in here so you can all see. Ooh. Oh, he's clapping. Very and visual. He's got a big smile on his face. Looks like a children's album. Yes. It, yeah, it's, it's a very... He's it's a real wacky font. It's the kind of font that makes Comic Sans look like a professional uh, production sort of thing. That looks like a, a white guy from the Midwest opened up a Mexican restaurant. That's yeah. what that font looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, but he's a very, very happy fellow on here. He also did another album called Happy People, which describes the expression on his face while he's caught in mid-clap here on this cover. Another nominee is Larry Carlton for the Strikes Twice album cover, which Hunter covered on the last uh, Yadernyat mini-sode. Uh, it's just a quick recap. He's got long hair. His mouth is open. He's slinging his axe. He's got one knee bent up. And there's two... Covering, covering his gene meat. Covering his gene meat, unfortunately. But there are two bolts of lightning really down hard, in the background. Really hard to get that photo. Yeah, I, oh, man, really difficult. I hear this is a 2019's hot uh, Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, a little double denim. And a Gretsch. Next nominee, Bruce Roberts, who did some piano and backing vocals for Carol Bayer Seeger. And also secretly did most of the vocals on Danny Bonaducci's album back in 73. Yeah. Have you guys seen the cover of Cool Fool? Mm -hmm. Enough said. Cartoon guy. Yeah. Yep. Cartoon Bruce Roberts. Mm -hmm. Sexy comic, as fuck. Comic Sans font. Yep. <laughs> Our next nominee is Tom Scott for the Blow It Out album cover. Oh, so the old diary album. Tom Scott, you can't really see where his hairline starts, but uh, he's got a beard, he's got glasses, like he's holding a sax, <laughs> and there's a fucking like giant sparkler firework coming out of the saxophone bell. It's just, it's just spilling out all over the place. Quincy and there's like a lady one. behind him holding on to him for dear life because my God, he's got like such a sexy sax and it's like shooting light all over the place. It's like jizz. Light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
our, our, our next nominee is Lee Rittenauer for the Earth Run album cover. Uh, we covered this in another mini-sode, I believe. It's Lee <laughs> holding a synth axe. It's a new instrument uh, called the synth axe. And he's sitting in an armless desk chair on the surface of an alien planet. It's pretty much your guitar teacher on the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. said, we need to send a, send a nerd to Mars. <laughs> he's wearing some kind of long flannel or robe or, or something, and plus jeans and sneakers. Uh, so he does not look at all like an astronaut. Uh, but he does appear to have made a successful Earth run. You heard it here, folks. He does not look like an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> <He doesn't laughs> and the winner... <laughs> the winner is Greg Fillingaines for the Pulse album cover. Oh, what a beauty. As awkward as Lee's cover was, it can't be Greg Fillingaines posing with a keytar on the cover of his second solo album. Gripping it with two hands on the handle, away from the keyboard area, that looks awkward enough, but the expression on his face is one that I have previously described on this podcast as that of a woman who has never seen a dick in person before, <laughs> let alone touched one. It's a, it's a, it reminds me of uh, Madonna when she pretended she knew how to play the guitar. <laughs> if, if you showed me this photo, I'd be like, that guy does not know how to play the keyboards. And this is the photo that they chose for the album cover on purpose. This was the best one. This was the best one. This was a contact sheet with a red circle around it. <laughs> That's what they had back in those days. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I got I to apologize for this album cover. You know, I Quincy, was this your fault? Did now, you well, do this? A little bit, a little bit. I encourage Greg Fillingaines to do a solo album, you know. You know, he's so talented. I use him all the time. Oh, absolutely. He's just the best, man. He's a, he's a motherfucker. That, that motherfucker can play. He's awesome. He's absolutely awesome. And, uh, you know, I was uh, partying all night one night, just like uh, hitting it hard. Cocaine, alcohol, mm. cigarettes. So it works, you know? And uh, I get a call, uh, or a messenger comes by, right? At 7 o'clock in the morning. 7 o'clock in the morning, motherfucker. I, just, wow. I didn't even go to bed yet. Wow. I was still up. stoned out of my gourd, you know? Mm -hmm. And he shows me this album cover, and it's like, Greg Fillingaine's producer wants your input on this album cover, right? And I just took a look at it and said, whatever, man, get out of my face. And so I could have nixed it, but I... I, let it, I just let it go, man. And then I threw up in the toilet for 30 minutes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. Did he look like an astronaut? <laughs> Feel it? Oh, the, the guy who brought it over? Yeah. It looked, this looked like a messenger, man. Oh. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me do you see. think... Do you show, think that, the, show that picture of Lee Rittenauer again. Oh, that was him. He was a messenger, Was man. he making an earth run to, he, your, to your place? He was. He had that weird guitar and everything, man. That was crazy. I put oh, it all together. The Synthax. You know what? That, he he wanted the cooler album cover. That was the thing, man. That motherfucker sabotaged Greg Filling Games, man. Makes sense. He knew how hungover I was because I was partying with him the night before. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, he learned. Show the shoes. Oh, Rit, you motherfucker, man. That's it. That would have sold it. You are a motherfucker. That's the problem. See, if Phil Gaines would have been sitting down... That's the yep. secret. Yep. Show the shoes. He could have he could have held it correctly instead he awkwardly had to stand up and hold his guitar. I will say, in defense of this picture, Greg's, Greg, Greg's persona here 
it does display the beginnings of a sensitive, trainable, novice lover who can easily be bossed around in the sack. So, ladies, if you wanna, if you wanna take this, if you wanna take Greg under your wing, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Oh, God, uh, I'm really seeing uh, your description of what he looks like now. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, what am I supposed to do with the tip of this thing? <laughs> this is not what I expected it to be. My my my. Yeah, and then you can you can really get you can really picture it if if you imagine he's actually holding the penis because the tip of his keyboard looks like that. And it looks like he's giving a little take to the camera. Yeah, and another like thing, subliminal ad, sublim, subliminal advertising. I think Quincy might have been at this uh, photo shoot. I was not. I, I guarantee you that I was uh, not there. I was. Not how would there. you know? Listen, Greg, you were on Derto cocaine. No, not in these days. Not in and cigarettes. Very brief period in the late seventies. Oh, okay. I was almost usually clear and sober at this point, but not usually. He's definitely looking at an authority figure, though, for approval. Greg, listen, is this okay? Listen, Greg Gaines is awesome, man. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. I would never do this to him on purpose, uh, man. He maybe was you should have been there. He was sabotaged. I was sabotaged. It did, this is this is a travesty, man. I'd like to point out another reason that my metaphor works is because you look at you look where he's gripping the handle of the keytar. Yeah, he's he's not focused on the tip. He's he's squeezing it at the base, and that's it's not very the part, poor technique. Yeah, that's not the part you want to pay attention to. No, no, it's, there's there's more nerve endings in the tip. Yeah, so ladies and fellas, if don't squeeze it at the hold base. Hold on, are you yeah. squeezing? Are you saying the keys are the butthole? Nobody said that, Hunter. Oh, I'm just no, trying to nobody said. No, I'm going nobody. further down. I would have said they were the balls. I think the keys are the chest and the belly. It's upside down, and you're supposed to hold the penis in one hand while your lover is upside down and tickle him in the belly and chest. So the guy's doing a handstand. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. Or you're holding him by the... By the ankles. Yeah. Looking at somebody else. <laughs> All right, enough. You guys stop making fun of my friend, Greg. Let's get on to the next. He's a fantastic keyboardist. I'm sure his finger work is fantastic. Let's get on to the next. In all award. other areas of life as well. Next award. You've now, you've now crossed onto my bedside, Mr. Steve. you got to come up with a new joke in the next five minutes. Uh, very Steve, upset. I'm still on your side. All right. <laughs> next award, Hunter. Go ahead. Where you go? Hey, Q, I got a question for you. Oh. Get back here. I got a question for you. Yes. Hey, uh, why, is, uh, why is divorce so expensive? I don't know. Maybe because it's worth it? <laughs> you like that one, Steve? That's a good one. No, no uh, it's because of all the legal fees, not to mention the emotional cost it takes on you, your wife, and God forbid your kids. Then you have to pay alimony, child support, and therapy bills to mitigate <laughs> all the trauma. I think you would have known that by now, considering you've been divorced three times, Q. You know, you might say I messed up my kids, but then watch that funny cop show on TBS starring Rashida, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the lady cop show. Yeah, she is a funny lady, man. She turned out all right. <clears throat> okay, well, well, here are the nominees for Best Yacht Rock Divorce. Oh, what can I say? What can I say? Oh, oh. oh wait, he's going <laughs> to... I had a Jones for the ladies. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Quincy Jones, right? That's, that's, I didn't even know you guys had teleprompters, man. I just saw that for the first time. Oh. Okay, anyways. Uh, <laughs> the nominees for Best Yacht Rock Divorce. Great segue. <laughs> Best Divorce. What the fuck is going on here? I'm leaving you, Hollywood Steve. You cannot leave me. I gave up hosting Yacht Rock for you. And the nominees are 
Loggins and McDonald, no looking back. Both their versions. Bill LeBounty, living it up. Robert Kraft, single, comma, solo. It's <laughs> a good Robert Kraft sock. David, my top hundred. David Foster, tears are not enough. Instrumental. And if you know what that song is, that's a funny joke. And Bruce Roberts, cool fool. And the winner is Diana Ross. That's how you start over. Hey, you know, Diana Ross isn't your typical sad sack fool. You said it. And by the time that's how you start over, she was six years away from her first divorce and three years from beginning her second. Uh, Yet this toe dip nails the blasé boomer divorce pastiche woven into the Yacht Rock sound. Steve, I want to say pastiche has become my new go-to instead of sonic when talking, describing music sounds. You should you should call something a sonic pastiche. Yeah. That's a definitely doable. Yeah. Yeah. Even my next I album, yeah. one of those last week. <laughs> Wait, there's a. Hold on, hold on. I cooked one of those last week. <laughs> Smattering. I don't know. There's no Steve joke, man. Yeah, the audience didn't really like it as much. So I don't know about you fellas. Maybe it's uh, because I'm the only one here from a broken home. But Yacht Rock has such a pathetic desperation in its lyrics and themes <laughs> that I always hear more than just your standard... <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm the only one from a broken home. <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can hear such a pathetic desperation in its lyrics and themes that I always hear more than just your standard boyfriend-girlfriend uh, relationship breakup. It sounds like uh, the dudes are total clingers, if you ask me. Like they got fucked once and bought a ring. Like Clinger? Like Jamie Farr? Sure. He was trying to get out of uh, Korea. Uh, uh, which might I add, uh, they, so this uh, they got fucked once and bought a ring, uh, which is why they're constantly heartbroken and obsessed over being fooled or playing the fool because their women ran away as fast as they could. Possibly also uh, beginning of their obsession with running. Hmm. Uh, speaking of the women... They seem to be far, uh, the women of Yacht seem to be far more immune to this. Like uh, Melissa Manchester sounded like she just dated a bunch of cads picked up from a singles bar looking for the perfect ah, if you will. While Robert Kraft is angry, he fell for her charms and all, and already had the wedding planned before uh, seeing her at the bar again oh, talking fun, to another guy. Fun fact, fun fact. I gave Melissa Manchester that perfect ah. I did. I heard the song <laughs> and I knocked on the door and said I got it. Yeah, here Give it is. To her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Robert Kraft was just another notch on her bedpost. <laughs> uh, then there. I'm oh, sorry, that was a good reference, man. I yeah, interrupted it. I feel nice. so bad. I, I'm gonna go backstage and have some cheese. Uh, the, no, that's okay, Quincy. You can no, stay up here. Let, let him have the cheese. You can have the cheese up here. It's fine. You don't have to get, get the backstage nobody, cheese. Nobody wants to see Quincy eating ch- cheese on stage. <laughs> but then there's <laughs> not the way he does it. <laughs> Pantsless, with a, with a nose full of dirt. It's, it's, a, it's quite the sight, though. I mean, you guys should have been here. We sold tickets to this. I don't know if you're listening uh, out here. We should have. We should. We should have probably promoted it. Yeah, maybe we should have told some people. Besides, just, the, just let people know. Besides these idiots that don't know how to clap. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a photo of Quincy cramming cheese in his mouth called "Fistful of Cheese." Uh, yeah, we went to the mental ward and uh, said, "Hey, is it? 
We need some people who uh, have trouble clapping. You got any? And they sent a few over. <laughs> oh, there they are. <laughs> that got them. It's like saying, hey, is anybody here from uh, South Pasadena? Uh, no, it's, yeah, well, they, they got it wrong. Okay, so but then there's, uh, I'd like to keep going on this, then there's Michael McDonald. I was convinced. I've heard of him. I was convinced before we started this show that the dude was divorced a whole bunch. Uh, and then, no, I found out as we went through it, he was happily married throughout it all. Motherfucker. How, how is I keep forgetting not about divorce? I just... It's weighted so much and uh, so much heavier than a, than a girl who kept a toothbrush out of his apartment. And how is No Looking Back, the album and the cover, not about his divorce? It blows my mind that this dude was happily married. Looking at it, I'm pretty... Now, looking at it, I'm pretty sure uh, that album was just about living in a hotel while his house is being fumigated. <laughs> Have you ever seen that album cover? Yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, which is a uniquely uh, baby boomerish. Uh, which is uniquely baby boomerish as uh, divorce is far more common than a pest problem at your mansion. So I think that's why the scope and emotion was all topsy-turvy for these guys. Anyways, Michael McDonald wrote this song along with Ed Sanford of Sanford Townsend and Son, and uh, I assume uh, he was divorced too. But uh, anyways, Diana Ross, great song. Did a great toe dip. Yep. I mean, Michael McDonald must have had this as a some real tough breakups before he met Amy Holland. Real bad. Because those fueled his... It did fuel his entire songwriting career. I... Yeah. But he was with her for such a long time. Well, I mean, you think about Stephen King. I don't think he was ever attacked by a, a Cujo dog or a scary clown. Maybe... maybe or a car. Making, maybe he's making it up. Well, no, he was attacked by a car, if oh. I recall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost killed him. Um, I was driving it. I think it was, was you... Yeah, I didn't like his last novel. <laughs> wow, Quincy, you know everybody. Oh, man. No, I didn't know him. I never met him. I just hated his novel. And I always know, you know, I heard from a friend of a friend. He goes jogging in, man. I got up there in the van. Got the cheese, by the way. That's, a, that's some awesome cheese, man. Did you go for the brie or the Havarti? All of it, man. Yeah. I ate the rest. Yeah, it's, there's still a lot of it on your... I was going to say your beard, but I think that's just cheese. <laughs> Probably is. Old cheese beard Q. Probably is. I think, uh... I think maybe part of Kenny Loggins' influence on Michael McDonald was maybe some of the divorce stuff. Uh, yeah, he had a lot of divorces. No, I think he only had one, but I think it was, it was a tumultuous relationship. It was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, also, you know, I think a bunch of his friends were getting divorced all over the place, and I think right. I think he just had the ability to listen to their sad sack stories and turn them into songs. And channel channel their anguish into into great art. Fuck other women, Kenneth. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, also it was kind of a generational thing. You want to sing that to make songs about that to the to the generation that blew up divorce. And there you go. That's, you're going to sell a lot of albums. There you go. Anyway, great song on this. Everybody go out pick out the Ross album by Dan and Ross, I 1983. I just picked this up on Discogs. It's coming to my house very Ooh. soon. I, I think I might already have it, though. I didn't check before I bought it. You know what I got, mm. and I wish I hadn't? I got uh, this album called Pink Panther Punk. Oh! That's one of those like kids' albums from the early 80s. And the punk songs on there are like Billy Joel. <laughs> and they do a cover of What a Fool Believes. 
Huh. I think we. I think I said it. Maybe. Yeah, I, I never got around to listening to that. <laughs> yeah. Turns out that all the clever shit I text you, maybe you don't look at it. Yeah, you don't really have to text me ever. It was it was pretty good. I, I have this album at my cabin, and I want to say it's one of the albums that almost gets played every single time. Interesting. It's, it's always out. <clears throat> out of all the albums, this one is a sleeper hit. All right, we're gonna move on, aren't we? We're gonna. I understand you guys have a segment you did every time, and this is the last time you're gonna do this. Oh, oh. I hadn't thought about that. But you know what? You know what? Uh, producer's talking in my ear right now. Producer's talking in my ear. Producer said they don't, uh, you don't have the... The what? You don't have the... You don't have the theme song for the segment? Cued up? Meet up? What? I'm... I'm up? I know, I'm at the microphone. What do you mean? It's not cued up. Put your pants on. I don't know the, I don't know what that means, well, man. Got your pants you motherfuckers. It's a, it's a listen to me. Come on, bro. man. Oh, hold on, hold on. One person one person at a time, you motherfuckers. It's it's shuffle play. What one one person at a time, motherfuckers. I need to find a theme song. Alright? Alright. Uh why, why did you hand me this laptop open to Spotify? I'm a ninety years old, man. Get this out of my face, you motherfucker. All right. There it is. There you motherfuckers go. All right. We'll get the clap to that Last anymore. time we're hearing that. Oh. Going right in the goddamn trash. Right in the trash. Oh. Oh, movies. So Sorry, you were waxing. It was, it was it was a good theme song. It was really movies. Great. Movies are the onions that get our tears out of eye jail. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> audience hated that. <laughs> Mo- <laughs> movies and cinema. What a wonderful thing. If this were the Oscars, here's where I'd show you a montage of famous movies to remind you of what movies are. So instead, I'll just name some movies. Feel free to chime in if you think of any, boys. Mm-hmm. Jaws. Young Einstein. Gone with the Wind. Young Einstein. Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean. I was in that one. Norbit. Cinema Paradiso. <laughs> Titanic. Young Einstein. Star Wars. Young Einstein. <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? Is it Young Einstein? In the mythological world of Yacht Rock, creating a soundtrack song was the ultimate sell. Uh, was the ultimate sellout to the smooth principles of Yacht Rock. But Yacht Rockers soon discovered that they didn't. That didn't have to be the case. With Kenny Loggins off and rocking, more devoted yachtsters used the power of the silver screen, which gave us such classics as Raiders of the Lost Ark and Young Citizen Einstein. Kane, and Fart the Movie to spread the smooth music. Of Yacht Rock. Best Yacht Rock soundtrack song. And the nominees are... I'm so excited. Arthur's Theme by Christopher Cross. Good one. FM by Steely Dan. Sweet Freedom by Michael McDonald. That's my, that's my theme song. Moonlighting Theme by Al Jarreau. Greatest American Hero by Joey Scarberry. Cool Fool the Movie by Bruce Roberts. Oh, I can't believe they made so that good. into a movie. It's He's great. He's so good. 
And the winner is... We Got More Than We Need by Michael McDonald from Crackers. Who? Yeah. I, I think this one won because it felt fresh to the judges. Because this is one of the most obscure Yacht Rock soundtrack songs you, you can ever think of. While Kenny Loggins, he was out there providing the backbeat to the biggest Hollywood hits, Michael McDonald got the privilege of having one of his rejected songs score the closing credits of an obscure Louis Mal heist movie called Crackers. Yeah. While this song plays over the closing credits, you can find it on YouTube. Check it out. It's great. It really is. Donald Sutherland, Wallace Shawn, Jack Wagner, Sean Penn, and a black actor who never got famous share a large baked fish and a bottle of booze. I, yeah. think, it's, I think it's a smoked fish. I have a question, J.D. Yes? Are they safe crackers? I think they are. No, I think, I think they, they're, they're all mentally movie. challenged, like they've gone crackers. Because mm. um, otherwise, it wouldn't make sense to have a black actor... Because they're all crackers. Well, he did never get famous. Maybe he was a narrator. Let me tell you a story about my new friends. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, the song is amazing. And the only way you really can... Is. The only way you can own it is by buying this 1984 movie from the director of My Dinner with Andre. And even then, the song cuts off right after the bridge just as the song's getting good. Michael sings, We are finding truth in our sadness, but we are jamming together. We got more than we need. Then it fades out before the third verse, which makes me really want to hear how the jam session This went. is about him hanging out with all the other divorced guys. Yeah. I bet, yeah. I bet, I bet that jam session went all the way till midnight, just like that time Mike hung out with Paul Reiser. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, that there. was an answer to a question nobody asked. What if we ever told that story on the podcast? I'm sure we've told that story. Oh, we yeah. absolutely yeah. have. Do you know the when you said I've never, I, I, I thought I had heard this song before. It turns yeah. out a lot of uh, Michael McDonald's songs sound the same. No, <laughs> no, that's like saying all Ramones songs sound the same. <laughs> Fucking psycho. It's almost like a like a cliche Michael McDonald song. It's like. It's like if, if somebody was hired to like write a song that sounded like Michael McDonald. Or if the internet had a Michael McDonald randomizer where you hit a button and a song came out. It's definitely using a, a, a beat from a Casio keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, just do this. Listen, this is a really weird award show. <laughs> It'd be nice if we had a person in the audience. Yeah. Um, because this song is wrapped in all the mystery and intrigue of a Hollywood great like Chinatown, it wins the smoothie. <laughs> yeah. God, this audience is terrible. They really are. I don't know. You motherfuckers hired me. Oh, Quincy's back. I don't know what yeah. you were thinking. You were like, oh, hey, Q. Glad you, need back. A, you need to hire a, a mouse who's awesome at this, who's a motherfucker at this. Somebody who can get the audience riled up. I ain't got no juice for doing that. We need it. We need it. You have no juice? I got no, no juice, got man. Oh. I got oh. lots of juice. Oh, I heard you. Uh, I got lots of juice. Friends, matter. people doesn't who matter. work for me. Of course. I'm in the music business. I'm in the music business. D I'm glad you're here. 
Got a question for we you. We need an audience warm-up guy is what you're saying, Q. Exactly. Uh, yeah. listen, listen, it's our fault is what he's saying, that. and he's right. You yeah. give me you give me a, a huge pop. You give me, like, Taylor Swift or something and, like, uh-huh. 30 to 40 of the best session musicians in the world right now. Sure. I will I will warm up that motherfucking audience. All right. But I can't do it live on stage, you know? Right. You just can't walk into it. I can tell stories. I can tell stories about how I played doubles uh, tennis. Mm-hmm. I was with McEnroe and uh, and uh, Nell Carter was playing with her friend Judy. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And they beat us. They beat us. Nell Carter and her friend Judy, very good at tennis. You see, I could have, if I knew your audience had to be warmed up, I could have told stories like that at the beginning. You know, I could have. I, I am just surprised that you still haven't put on pants. Why would but, I? You know. Well, yeah, you don't need to. Why would and, I? and we want to make this a Listen. comfortable place for you. And actually, I'm glad you're here. Because I have a question for you. I will listen to it, man. I found this thing. Check it out. It's underneath. Uh, I, I found it under uh, some underneath some more porno mags in your basement. Do you have any idea what this thing Wait, is? Hold on a second, man. Hold on. You can't go smoothly into that. There's a bumper that has to be. The producer's talking to my ears again, saying Dave's off the rocker, I don't man. Know what's going on with Dave? <laughs> Dave's making me see. He's making Cute. me seem like the like the 40 year old guy up here on stage, you know? We should have done a red dress rehearsal. All right, we're going to move on. We might have noticed that he didn't have pants. No, you know what? I was wrong. You can go ahead. Did I make him self-conscious? You know what? Why don't we we just drop the music? Just drop the music. You can can go ahead and start uh, saying Oh, was I just totally being a pro and you fucking beefed it? Listen. Is that what happened? I'm a 90-year-old man, man. I just like to tell stories about people I was famous with back in the day. Listen, I love to hear those stories. I will listen to them all goddamn day. You know that fucker who played Dracula? Oh, yeah. yeah. I put him in the sidecar of my motorcycle. We drove yeah. 2,000 miles together, man. Know that guy that played Blackula? Nope. Fucked him on a boat. You did? Mm-hmm. I'd never met him, man. Oh, good dude. That movie was full of hacks. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie. Speaking of hacks, Dave, do you have a question? I do. <laughs> Listen, Q. I'm I found listening. this thing. kind of looks like an award. I found it under a big pile of pornography in your basement. What is this thing? Uh, is most likely jizz? No, no, it really, really looks like an award. That's not an award, Dave. That's a Juno. It's Canadian. Let Ew. me see. That. Give me that. Give me. Let me see that. You sure this is not jizz? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe somebody left it. Uh, well, David Foster did sleep in my basement after his uh, second, his fourth, his. His third and his ninth divorce, you know? That motherfucker got divorced a lot. Yeah. Hey, uh, Q, should I call him? Uh, See if he lost it? No, no, no. The, then he, he might take back all that valuable porno, you there know? Just toss it, you know, in the trash. There was some really good stuff in there. Hey, wait, guys. I've got a better idea. Let's give that Juno to our favorite Canadian musician. Bruce Cockburn? Tom Cochran? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd? Bag of Milk? Alan Thick? Quincy Jones Trash Can? Nah, nah, nah. Let's give it to our other favorite Ocean City Defender. Whoa! Yeah. Hold on. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. You know what? We were supposed to play a bumper. Here we go. Time for a very special Judo Award. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing we did the dress rehearsal. All right, let's run it back. Let's do it again. All right, Ocean City Defender wins the award. All right, all right. Ah, congrats, Ocean City Defender from all us at the smoothies. 
for your much-deserved Jizuno. Jizuno? Um, yeah, I mean, this guy wrote a good theme song and some good bumpers, and uh, he's gonna write a full version, full-length version of the theme song. He's been promising me for a year and a half, so... And it's already pretty fucking yachty as it is. Figured maybe if we gave him a Juno Award, which anybody can give to any Canadian at any time for any reason, maybe it'd light a little fire under him. Yeah. We're also so pleased. You have not done enough free work for us. Yeah, I'm so pleased with the work he does. Uh, Jeff Selby would have gotten it probably if he was Canadian. Right. The guy who did the bumpers today. Mm -hmm. So, uh... Listen, J.D., don't undersell it. Doing almost all of a song is more than enough to win a uh, Juno. That's true. That's true. Listen, OCD, I'm trying to print out a Juno award on my 3D printer for you, and we'll mail that for you as soon as it works out. Yeah, we beeped it like three times. Yeah, it's a hard award to print out on a 3D printer. Yeah, it's also uh, some hard patter that we did on that uh, that skit we did for this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the last time we do an award show. All right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't understand what this award show is anymore. All right. Oh, Quincy's back. Let's keep it moving on with the next award. Quincy, you did do good, though. Next award. Next award. Is, that, is this my man Steve? Well, he's got a lot of porno now. Oh, that'll keep him busy for a while. All keep right, me, guys. Keep me jizzy for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't, jizz. I can't really jizz anymore, guys. No? Well, no. Let me help you. It coughs. Just cough out some. Dust. It just coughs, man. It just coughs. <laughs> it just coughs. <laughs> cough some uh, jizz dust. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. He coughs gold records. Yeah. This guy. I only orgasm inside of a woman, you know. I don't even know what that comes out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Gross. <laughs> All right, next award. All I right. Have five, five girlfriends right now. Actually, 60 girlfriends. Right now, currently, that's how many I have. You know, you, and are they the ones in the are they the ones in the audience who don't know how to clap? Jesus, I just wait. I for, think, is I that think what's about, wrong with them? I think fourteen of them don't know that what you guys were doing were dates. I think you just went out to dinner and no, they found that funny. Hmm. Well, listen, they're my girlfriends. All right, don't undercut me, Steve. You're gonna. There's uh, a few guys in there. I'm so tired. I'm going to listen. I'll let you take it over, Steve. I'm going to go take a nap with all these tired motherfuckers in the back. All right, go take a cheese nap. All right. With all the great cult artists and forgotten yacht sailors we've discovered on this podcast, it's hard sometimes to keep track of exactly who's who. Whether you're the scion of a line of absent-minded professor types, or you just get words mixed up in your head easily. It can be especially difficult when those guys have really common names that are all but impossible to Google on their own. So, with apologies to the Bills, Champlin and LeBounty, and the Franks, Stallone, Weber, and the Knockouts, and Michael Franks, we now present our next award. Best Obscure Robert. That said Best Obscure Robert, everybody. There you had it. The nominees are Robert Kraft for Just Another Notch on the Bedpost. Robert Rob Porcaro for Help, subtitle, I'm Locked in the Basement, Forced to Practice this Sousaphone. Oof, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, you never heard about that guy. It was a famous family. It's obscure. He's an He's obscure. super obscure. 
They just locked him in the basement, those guys. Uh, He's terrible at the sousaphone. And there's uh, there's so That's few se- there's so few session gigs that need a sousaphone. It seems like a a waste of effort. You think they take <laughs> they take whatever they can get? <laughs> Robert Bobby Martin for Show Me the Light. Bruce Roberts, the last name there for Cool Fool. Yeah, that guy's up for a lot of awards. He sure is. He's not winning very. He's, I, don't, I don't believe he's won one yet. I don't think. That guy's a piece of shit, man. Don't talk about him anymore. Just continue. Oh, we woke up Q with uh, Bruce Roberts mentioned. Hey, that motherfucker. Uh, Robert Bobby Kimball, uh, for any time he's tried to sing one of his own Toto songs in the last 20 years. Uh, go look him up on YouTube yeah, if you don't know what that that's means. That's a fucking treat. Oh, boy. And the winner is... David Roberts for Boys of Autumn. That's right. David Roberts has one of the most low-key, consistently yachty albums in the whole Yacht Rock canon. That's his 1982 debut, All Dressed Up. And like the other Robertses here, he's a bit of a sad sack. You, uh, you thought Boys of Summer was melancholy? This song will make you feel even older and more depressed because it reminds you that, guys, summer's over. Oh no! Mm. Oh no! Yeah, that's yeah. It's 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 after yeah. Labor Day. The yeah. Yacht can't Rock Serious Station. Can't wear my station, white shoes anymore. The Yacht Rock Serious Station is going to move back up to the low 300s in the channel numbers. We're going to get emails on our Facebook page from old people, baby mm-hmm. boomers who don't understand anything. Yep. Why do you move the stage? Why why don't you play this song? Why do you why do you keep playing this song? I can't get in my truck anymore. Do you know why my daughter doesn't call me? Yeah, because you suck. Oh. I don't mean to boast, but my daughter calls me every day. Which uh, one? I'm Which not one? sure if it's Kidado or Rashida, but it's definitely one or the other, you know. Yeah, their voices do sound the same. Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Yeah, I get that. They sound just like you, but higher pitched. Mm, yeah, Peggy and I, we taught them diction. You know, we both taught them diction, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Peggy. R.I.P. Peggy. She was I'm, my favorite ex-wife, you know. Rest I, lo- in, rest I, loved, I loved her in Twin Peaks, man. Yeah, I loved her Twin Peaks, you know. Until <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't anymore, I threw it at the curb. Yeah. It cost me a lot of money, though. Rest in know. power. Um, yeah, I think this is a great choice i think it's a great winner because this is one of those songs you never you never hear this guy you never hear this song it's so good it feels like a lost christopher cross song yeah isn't he canadian it's a great question david roberts that is a good that is a great question i think he is canadian i think that's why i did the song about summer because it was very quick (laughs) just it's like five minutes yeah all right all right we'll move on to the next award that's a good award good job everyone (laughs) Thanks, All right. Quincy. I'm going to toss it over to Mr. David Lyon. Hey, thanks, Q. Appreciate it. The great David Lee Roth once said, the biggest difference between me and Roy Cohn is that I never dreamed about being a lawyer or something like that. I, I, really, I really don't know. I didn't look it up. The point is everybody dreams of being a rock star, even actors. Rock stars never try to be actors, except maybe David Lee Roth, Ice Cube, and Mark Wahlberg, and... Well, Cher and Elvis and Sinatra, of course, Meatloaf, you know, Ice, a, ice a, tea. bunch of yeah, exactly, bunch of others. You get it. 
So here's the list. You know what? Get this. Actors that wanted to be rock stars that accomplished the biggest level of rock star fame there is dipping a toe into Yacht Rock. Best celebrity toe dip. That's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. And the nominees are... Richard Simmons, Live It. McGruff the Crime Dog, Alcohol. Alan Thick, Thick of the Night. Good one. Bruce Roberts, Cool Fool. He's a big celebrity. Colonel Sanders, Chili Verde from the album Tijuana Picnic. <laughs> and the winner, Larry Wilcox. Me no, and my love. Not a lot of Wilcox. Oh, there they are. You know, I understand. Uh, I've got a Larry Wilcox is actually here. You know, he, he came to accept his award. What? Yeah, we got him to what? show up. What? Yeah. We, get, we, we actually right. got somebody. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mister Larry Wilcox, this motherfucker. Hey, Larry, how are you? You there, Larry? Where? Oh, listen. Oh, they're telling me uh, you were gonna play it. Oh. On your computer track. That's what the producers are telling me, right? I see the issue. Or not play it because he's here. I, I thought he was going to... I thought we were going to... Where is he? Oh, wait, wait. There he is. Larry, Larry, come up. Come up to the microphone. All right, he's washing up now. <laughs> so I'm going to get this motherfucker's motorcycle from so the chip show, you know? Get the mic. To, uh, wait, get, hand him the mic. Somebody hand this man the mic. Somebody turn the music down a little bit. Okay, Larry. 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 Just step up to the... God. He's been sniffing glue with Quincy in the back. Wow, Jesus. Let's see. He's been back there a hey, long hey, time. This is Larry oh. Wilcox, John Baker, <laughs> Seven Mary Three from Chips here, buddy. Just yep. wanted to say happy birthday. What? God bless you. Thanks. And you're having a cold one on your birthday, or if you aren't, you better have one. No, we're all okay? drunk. And remember, we fought them hard. We fought them well. Out on the plains, we gave them damn hell. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. God bless you. Happy birthday. Oh. Oh, Larry Wilcox uh-huh. in the Iron Maiden. Thanks, great guy. I think, Larry, I think. Yeah. Larry Wilcox, he's a very religious man. You know, one of the most devout Christians I know. You know, yet clearly an Iron Maiden fan. What kind? What kind of glue are you sniffing back there with him? Elmer's school glue, man. You, you got, you got to sniff a lot, but it gets you highest. I wonder if we could get Larry to come out and say a few more words. I'll bet we get him to say the exact same thing he said before. <laughs> you can remember? Maybe. All right, let's ask oh, let's him. See, right. let's see, let's Larry, see. can you remember exactly what you said before? Let's see if he can do it All exactly right, the same. All right. Hey, Dave, this is Larry Wilcox. <laughs> He's John now. Baker. <laughs> Seven okay. Mary Three yeah. from Chips here, yeah. buddy. Just wanted to say happy birthday. Yeah, he's nailing it. God yeah. bless you. I understand you're having a cold one on your birthday, or if you aren't, you better mm-hmm. have one, okay? Yeah. And remember... We fought them hard. Mm-hmm. We fought, them, we fought well. them well. Out, Out on, on the, the plains, plains, we gave, gave them damn hell. No, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. God bless you. Wow, Happy what birthday. a pro. Got is a pro. Man. Guy's a pro. I can't believe he got off book for this award show. My God. His laughs were the same in everything. Real professional. Yeah, I guess Chips must have been a challenging set. It really honed his craft. Yeah, I would, I would think so. What, uh, why do what you about, think this one won? What about Larry Wilcox? I think this won because it's the only one I had an audio recording. Wait, what? No. No, he's here. It's the only, oh, it's one of those things where 
He's the only guy we could get. Cheap award show where you give the awards to the people who will come. We only get Larry Wilcox. <clears throat> Wait, uh, he's waving his hand. I think he wants to say the opening bit again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, Dave, this is Larry Wilcox. Oh, there he is again. Oh, man, nailed it. What a good this guy. guy really knows what he's doing. Yeah. True, prof- consummate professional. <laughs> consummate. Consummate. This song's really ripping off what a fool believes. I don't remember how much it, it did that. Well, that's the only reason why I really got don't on the Don't say boat, that yeah. shit in front of Larry Wilcox. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come out here and say, hey, Dave, again. <laughs> hey, ripped off what a fool believes. Yeah, so what you did, Larry. Oh, it was bad timing. <laughs> hey, you, you, you ripped off what a fool believes, Larry. Hey, Dave, this is Larry. Oh, man, he's pissed. <laughs> oh, he's pissed. I've never heard him that angry. He's just dropping his name. Oh, my God. You know who I am? Larry Wilcox, Dave. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. He's got something more to say. He wants to prove who he is. John Baker. <laughs> Seven Mary Three from Chips here, buddy. Just want... Yep. <laughs> oh, that's him. Oh, that's it. Was he the lead singer of Seven Mary Three? He was not. This, this, uh, but this uh, bit has become cumbersome. <laughs> oh God! Hey, Steve, this JV guy. He's giving uh, you a run for your money, you motherfucker. God damn it! He's that's gonna be on. Uh, no. I set it up and you knocked it down. Oh God! All right, well, uh, I think that's our cue. Hey, hey Dave. Me? Hey Dave. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> Hey, let's run to the hills. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm a famous person who can say Iron Maiden things too, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you love music. You love all music, yeah. pretty much. Maybe you should get a cameo account as well. Hey, I got a question, Q. Have you ever uh, needed to get two, uh, two statements out of Larry Wilcox's cameo, but only had uh, but only a cheap enough bastard to pay for one of them, so you just used it over again? Or maybe recycled your friend Dave's birthday message? Oh, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe... maybe. Happy, happy birthday, Dave James. <laughs> maybe you thought, uh, you ever, you ever uh, thought twice about splitting a fiver? I don't know what to this get, is. To get, him, to get Larry Wilcox to say... <laughs> it's 25 bucks. You give him a script, he'll read Iron Maiden lyrics. It's great. All right, uh, Hollywood Stevie, I think you got this next award. Next Take award, it away. all right. Webster's Dictionary defines oh theft boy. as the act of stealing. I mean, they go on to give a couple of specific examples, but that's really it. And now, the Gene Yowski Memorial Society Award for Excellence in Smooth Music in the category of Best Theft. Best Yacht Theft. And the nominees are Stevie Woods for Steal the Night, Robbie Dupree for Steal Away, Steal E. Dan. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm right with you there, Hollywood Steve. Ozzy Osbourne for Steal Away, subtitle The Night. Bruce Roberts, Steal Away Again. A.K.A. Cool Fool Part 2. It came out before Cool Fool, but it was called Cool Fool Part 2. Keep reading. And the winner is... Jim Photoglow for Steal Away. That's right. 
this motherfucker. I've extensively explained this on a previous episode of the podcast, but I'll rehash it for all you fine people out there. So Robbie Dupree stole the riff from What a Fool Believes for his steal away, and in a double cross worthy of a heist movie plot twist, Jim Photoglow promptly stole the title of that already stolen song for his own song, whose sound was totally stolen from Lowdown by Boz Skaggs. What a lowdown, dirty stealer this guy is. Congratulations to Yacht Rock sensation Jim Photoglow on his richly deserved Smoothie Award. Man, I love that motherfucker, Jim Photoglow. He's so smooth. He makes the best brisket, you know? Oh, yeah, he makes the best oh, Yacht Rock, brisket. too. Yeah. He uh, smokes it for uh, three days. I'm sniff. I'm smelling some paola on this award show. Fucking Jim Photoglow won an award. I didn't yeah, I vote for him. Did you guys? I did not. <laughs> I vote. I voted for his, for his his yachtiness. I did not get the ballot for this one. Oh, uh, usual. Something stinks about this award show. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting. It's almost like know. it was uh, stolen by a Jim Photoglow. Oh, what? <laughs> this is the best steal. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a low down dirty stealer. I don't know why you trust him. All right. All right. He's the best. I got to admit, he is the best. All right. I like that. I like it. We're working it. I feel like we're starting to get to a clip here. We're starting to roll down the hill. You know, you motherfuckers are just going fast. You guys are awesome. I love doing this award show with you. Let's move on to another award. Huh? Hunter? <clears throat> Make sure you do that on mic. <clears throat> hey, Q. I just flew in from jail and boy, are my arms tired. Because I had to give all the inmates I was in a cell with aggressive handies after fending them off all night. Real arm workout. <laughs> so yeah, it turns out meet peep and a bunch of elderly yacht rockers to find out who is the most impressive who has the most impressive hog is slightly illegal. And those were the alive ones. Don't get me started on all the statutes and infractions I fractured uh, at the graveyards. So, so instead, I'm just going to take them at face value. These are the nominees for the Steve Perry Lifetime Achievement Award in Gene Meat. Best Gene Meat. Don't act like you're not impressed. And the nominees are... Peter Allen, Bicoastal. He's good. Herbie Hancock, Paradise. Sat by the piano. David Pack. She don't. He's packing. I bet she would, though. Dick Simmons. <laughs> live it. It's a funny name. Bruce Big Dong Roberts with Cool Fool. It's a great nickname. And the winner is... The Brothers Johnson in the way. Is there a song going to play? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a song playing? What's what? happening? Sophomore? Yeah, the song's that playing. That song's playing? Just... It seems like that applause is in oh. the way. Oh, the audience is coming. Uh, Fades oh. in. Long fade in. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Come on. Uh, the... Listen to fucking Thunder Thumbs there. <laughs> Jesus. The Brothers Johnson... It works on so many w levels in this Gene Meat uh, award. Not to mention the song, In the Way, is like an audible stroke sesh. Yeah, this, absolutely. Listen to that sex motion. Mm -hmm. This is off the album Wieners. 
in which the short shorts they're wearing on the covers showcase their religion. Then do yourself a favor and go well, back one. It shows that they're 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 Jewish. <laughs> uh, then then uh, go back one album to light up the night. Oh yeah. And if uh, tight white pants aren't enough, Lewis Johnson, R.I.P., is holding the crotch cannon. Mm-hmm. Seriously, uh, he is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's not necessarily he's, a joke. He's I don't. Li- no, he's lighting up the night. I, well, I don't know what he's holding except as a cannon slightly above his ample junk. Mm-hmm. So. It's, Although I gotta say, uh, Quincy and I were backstage, and he he was like, he, he said, "Look at this." He brought that album for some reason, and I got a good look at it. I think it was a telescope. I, I showed you that album because I, somebody spilled a dollop of cheese sauce on it. You know, man. Oh, that's why I wanted to know if it was you. No, he kept it around with you, carrying it around. What do you call those people that, like, divine for water? Like, diviners? Is that what they're called? Like, they, they have that forked stick, and they go and look for water in the desert? Well, that was my first job. Yeah, you're like that with cheese. I really am, you it's know? It's amazing. You you find cheese where there's no cheese. I make it, man. I'll take some milk, man, and I will churn that milk. It's you know? impressive. i get myself some cheese. Yeah, I gotta get your, uh, I got your, get, I gotta get your burrata recipe. Hey, question, guys. It's Did burrata I- this world. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did, uh, did, uh, did, uh, did Quincy show you the album that uh, he was eating cheese off of so you could see that crotch cannon? He did. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was ample. Did you think it was necessary? I cannot tell if that telescope cannon draws your eye to the dick or is like, hey, don't pay attention to my dick. I think it's, I think just, it's, I think it's supposed to be a substitute for the dick but they can't show But right underneath it. Holy hell, would you look at that gene meat. His gene meat is subtle, but ample, and when, but you wouldn't notice it, is what I'm saying. But he's holding up this, it's, it's, it looks like a Klieg light, maybe. He's holding it like a dick, mm-hmm. and so you look at it, and lean, you think, lean what, it is, back a little bit. what does his real dick look like? And then you notice the gene meat that's yeah. there. Um, it's like a little, hey, how are you? And the song in the way, this is, a, this is a great song, too, because when you have a large penis... It mm-hmm. gets always, it's always in the it way. It gets in the way of a lot of things. Something yeah. in the way. Something in the way. Dips in the water. Turns out it's a phallus. Um, and what happens when you don't have a large penis is what happens when uh, you get the nickname Lightning Licks, which is the other brother Johnson who's not Thunder Thumbs. That's his yeah. nickname. Oh. Hmm. And he's at the front of that uh, album cover just... Yeah, he's, he's, looking, just, he's, he's just looking at you knowingly. Yeah, he's just looking at you like, look at this guy showing off his casual yeah, confidence. Lightning licks and thunder thumbs, those both sound like ways to pleasure a lady other than using your thing in the way. I think what they're trying to advertise is that they, not only do they have big dicks, but they also know how to use the other parts of their body to pleasure a lady in whatever way she may enjoy best. Not just a lady, man. There's that's, a reason, no, that's there's a good a point. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to assume. I didn't mean to assume. There's a reason that I hired Thunder Thumbs over and over again, you know. Uh-huh. The bass playing is really not that good if you take a good listen, you know. Not when there's Nathan East out there kicking some ass, you know. That motherfucker was awesome. Nathan East, I'd say, come play on this song. He'd say, okay. Thunder thumbs, I'd say, come put your thumb in my butthole, and then I'll give you a bass job. Interesting. I think you gave the Brothers Johnson quite, quite a little bit of work. I gave him a ton of work, man. That's because I was getting a good uh, butt thumbing, man. 
Uh, it was great. They gave, they gave you a bit of work as well. They sure did, man. Those guys were talented, you know. Hey, all, all the tea is being spilled right now. They were the best. All right. We got more awards. Let me see. Let me see. Who's doing the next award? Oh, and uh, so, Brothers Johnson, welcome to Immortality. Your members is a member of an elite company. All right. Oh, it's our final award of the night. Oh, I'm oh. getting teary-eyed, man. We, we do a little Q&A beforehand? Uh, sure. Go Q- ahead. Q&A? Mm-hmm. You've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. 400 years, man. Jesus. Did you ever fuck a mammoth? Uh, Nell Carter, you know. You wrote that joke for me, but Nell Carter <laughs> wore a fat suit, man. It was part of her shtick. She was skinny really? as a rail, yeah. No kidding. She was a regular uh, Polly Shore. Yeah, she was a very thin woman, you know. Thank you for this uh, enlightening exchange. She was excellent at tennis. Her okay. and her friend Trudy, man. Trudy? I told you it the story. Ju- were you not paying attention, I thought it was man? Judy. It was, it was Judy, Judy. Judy. They were twin sisters. I couldn't tell them apart. Trudy and Judy. They were both there. They kicked me and John McEnroe's ass at tennis, man. Doubles, you know? Hey. Got any more questions, Dave? I do not. You sure? You uh, ever fuck a dinosaur? Uh, Nell Carter. Nell Carter. Yep. She was actually 500 years old. That's wow. why she was so thin. She oh. was wasting away, you know. Man, reptilian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy on the eyes, though. Remember when she vacuumed up that fish? Was in no. the intro to give me a break. I don't watch television. <laughs> All right, except for that lady cop show on. You TV produced guys. the show. All right, last. Uh, Award, uh, Steve. Oh, last, the last bit, last award of the podcast. Guys, summer's over, and so is this podcast format. What of it? Oh. But just as the inevitable turning of the seasons leaves us with bittersweet memories of lost, fleeting pleasures, we can look back over this body of talking to each other and say to ourselves, Gee, we learned a lot here these last few years. Specifically, we learned learned a lot more about what Yacht Rock actually is and isn't, and how many potential storylines for the old web series we never got around to. And how much I'm into pornography. I don't think we learned that. I think you shared that (laughs) with a wider audience. Oh. Well, my mom learned how I lost my virginity. That was weird. <laughs> you didn't tell her that when it happened? No, I didn't think it was important. Dear mom, <laughs> I am now a man. The, fighting, the fighting's been going on for 15 days. <laughs> I fucked a mammoth. <laughs> her name was Nell. That's what she, you said what she told me. Didn't look like the lady on the TV, but... No. Actually, her name was Kristen. She was a delight. <laughs> you, your buddy Kristen Boy Well I, I guess I don't know I mean we, we're friends on Facebook Boy we keep making Dave share Yeah I've always wanted to be share I'm pretty sure I got dumber More dumber over this Yep that checks out <laughs> Yep I definitely got dumber Yep 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 <laughs> Alright agreed Read your lines, Steve. What were we talking should I, should about? I con- should I continue, or are you guys going to riff some more? Wait, what were we talking about? We're talking about the last award. The big one, guys. We were the, actually on a boat. The big when award. I lost my virginity. 
The what? I was actually on a boat when I lost my virginity. Oh, boy. read a Yacht Rock song about it. A lot of, a lot you know, of foreshadowing. Because, you know, boats. Did, I forgot if I said this. Did I mention that I got more dumber while we were doing this? I think I got more dumber doing this show. Yeah, for sure. Happy last episode, ding-dongs. <laughs> you listen to this whole thing? All right. Steve. All right. You sure you're done riffing? <laughs> All right. So now it's time for the big smoothie. The most coveted honor the Gene Yatsky Memorial Society for Excellence in Smooth Music can bestow. One bounce to rule them all. It's the Yacht Rock Song of the Podcast. The Yacht Rock Song of the Podcast. Hey, that's what you said. Children, you can shake your booties down on the dock. And the nominees are... Airplay slash Manhattan Transfer. Nothing you can do about it. Kenny Loggins, Heart to Heart. The biggest Yacht Rock song we didn't fit in the web series. George Benson, Turn Your Love Around. Written by Jay Poopin Graydon and Steve Lugather. Stretch it out. Quincy Jones, Something Special. Something special, 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 something special. The Doobie Brothers, What a Fool Believes. We all know that one, but it's you know, it's a fucking great Yarrock song. And the winner is this is a big one. Bruce Roberts for Cool Fool. Hey, do you guys think it's weird that all the winners weren't nominated? Hey, Steve. Steve. Uh, read. Uh, somebody handed me this for you to read for this award. Somebody, this is a weird win, man. Yeah, it's, 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 another, it's another upset here. Yeah, Steve, I gotta, give, I gotta give you this script to read, okay? You go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and read it. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that the chief lyrical obsession of Yacht Rock is the archetype of the fool. But whomst among them ever went as far as finding a word to rhyme with fool, repeated that rhyme throughout the chorus of a song, and then made that song the title track of their album? That's pretty clever. Only one man. You mentioned that, yeah. The estimable, inimitable Bruce Roberts. Handsome too, I hear, you know. The Susan Lucci of the Smoothie Awards finally breaks through to win the big one. Bruce, we salute you. Let the man called Bruce Roberts henceforth be forever known as the coolest of the fools in all the realm of yacht. That's a pretty good man. That's a good song, man. That's a great artist. I know before I, I threw him some shade, but like, I never heard this song. It is awesome, man. It, it, it jams. It jams. He fits a lot of fools in this song. Yep. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> good work, Dave. Do that into the mic. Thank you. Yep. There it is. That's what they're tuning in for. That wit. The sweet dulcet tones and my quick wit. Let me give it to you again. Hang on. Yep. You're welcome. Good riff. Thank you. How's everybody else doing? Pretty good. Do you guys remember we were doing a podcast? Oh, yeah. That's right. Was that tonight? Yeah. Man, uh, Quincy Jones is just running around the stage, like telling, telling people this song is good. I don't think he's right in the head. I know something's off with him. I, he spilled a lot of tea. It wasn't just like the gossip; like he literally just went and got a tea kettle and poured a bunch of 
liquid out on the He told stage. me it's the only way he could feel anything. And he poured it right on his junk. And question, oh. question, did it, did he have some questionable tan lines, you know, when he was running around with his pants it off? It was weird. Something was, he was awfully spry for a 400-year-old man. And white. Yeah. Yeah. Like not, his hands oh. didn't match. Guys, we have one more award. One more Wait, award. What? Oh, we what? Do? Mm-hmm. Wait. We're going to tease the name of our next podcast. Okay. All right. Wait, JD, are you giving the award? Is Quincy gone? Uh... Yeah, Quincy. Well, Quincy's here. He's here oh, somewhere. Somewhere. Oh, well, I haven't yeah. seen him in a while. I'm just saying, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I'm right here, everyone. Jeez. Oh, there he is. Oh. Relax, oh. We just got one more award to give away. Oh, okay, you know? okay, okay. One more How award to give away. How did you find more cheese? The name of our next podcast. And the nominees are Casual Libel with David Lyons. That was a good one. And the nominees what? are. What? Oh. You didn't wait. Sorry. Casual libel with David Lyons. Cabins and cab outs with Hunter Stare. Conversations with my new cat with Hollywood Steve. His name is Newton P. Huey. He's a Black Panther. See? He's a clever bit. We get it. Hat Gossip with J.D. Riznar. Oh, that's a good one, too. And the winner is... The Bruce Roberts Cool Fool Cast. Wait, what? What? That doesn't... Wait, I... I'll buy I'll buy the the last one, but I just don't understand this one. This doesn't make a I don't I don't, I don't think we're gonna this, do the Bruce Roberts cool fool. Uh, no, his name I, keeps I, fucking I wasn't coming up, and it's it. weird. I don't know how we can get a whole podcast out of that. Like I didn't vote for any of these Bruce Roberts songs, but his name keeps popping up and all this bullshit. He got nominated a bunch of times. Like and in I'm not, every category, like, right? Yeah, like in some some categories, he seemed real forced in there. Something I, smells a little off on this award this, show. This whole award show's weird. Oh, the 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 winners weren't even nominated. Right? There was there was yeah, five we, nominees. We just read, and then, we just and then read the nominees without reading the winner, and then we really, just revealed the winner. So I think you guys will be. I think this is very a solid, little suspense. I think this is a solid award show. I enjoyed hosting it very much, you know. I mean, well, we're real happy to have you here. I just can't figure out why you agreed yeah, to host why? it in how, the first How place. the hell did we get Quincy Jones to There was a here. mammoth joke that I didn't hey, see listen, written in here. Don't, listen, back off, man. Hey, hey, come here. Hey, come here. Don't you, come I know karate, come man. I know you're karate, motherfucker. Why are you touching my neck? I have a lot of questions. Your karate this is my sucks. Real, this is my hey, real face, motherfucker. No, no, hey, hey, this hey, is not my mask at all. Come hey, on. Oh Bruce Roberts. Bruce Roberts. That's right. It's me, Bruce Roberts, the cool fool himself. I've never gotten a award in my life, so I rigged this whole show to make it appear that I am the smoothest in all the land. I pretended to be Quincy Jones, and I fooled you all. <laughs> it's pretty easy. You just use a smooth voice, and you say you know it, motherfucker. An awesome a lot. <laughs> I guess... I guess and you tell stories fools. about hanging out with celebrities. It's so easy to do. You guys are so oh, dumb. Man. I'm Bruce Roberts. I'm a cool fool. It's been three years coming. This this cool fool's been playing uh, the long con. The long con. <laughs> I, I guess it is us who are really the fools, and we're yes. pretty uncool about it. You're not cool at all. It's me, Bruce Roberts. <laughs> I'm going home. Bye. Bye, Bruce Roberts. Welcome. Thanks for ruining this wonderful. This took us eight months to write. You ruined it. He ruined it. Welcome to the climax, everybody. He was the one who didn't show up for dress rehearsals, and so we had to just wing it. Ugh. God damn it, Bruce Roberts. Uh, listen, but I gotta say, that was the best twist in a finale since New Heart woke up from a dream. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking. 
What happened at the end of uh, uh, Saint Saint Elsewhere? No, that was a pretty good one. Uh, give me a break. I heard she turned into a man. <laughs> Maybe it just got canceled. Yeah, and then uh, we found out that uh, Jay Graydon and Richard Page sang the theme song. That was the last. What a what a what a twist. Season five, I think. Oh, what a great podcast Beyond Yaw Rock was. Yeah. Uh, all right. See all you right. Guys. Throw it in the grave. All right. <laughs> I'll read some credit. Uh, thank you to. Rob Crow and Mark Rivers did wonderful theme songs. Wonderful theme songs. And Ocean City Defender for our mini-sode theme song. All of you through the years, Jeff Selby today and for so many episodes, and all of you that ever did bumpers for our shows, made our work so much easier, and y'all did a great job. Made it more fun. Always fun to hear those bumpers. All of our patrons Mm -hmm. who supported us for a short period of time, while we had a Patreon up that's not longer But but seriously, that kept us going. We're still living on that cash. Um, We're still paying our taxes every year. (laughs) Dave didn't spend it all on paint and porno. We're still using it. Yeah, I always spent 80 bucks on Peyton Porto. Uh, thanks to all of you who ever asked a yacht or yacht suggestion. Keep asking them. Yeah, we're yeah we're still we'll still be going. Go to the website, use the new yacht or yacht submission request request submission form, and listen up to what figure out what find out what our next podcast is and subscribe to it when we announce it. It's going to be great. Well, yeah, and we really have not we that have surprising a, at all. We have a social media presence. You'll get more information on our next venture via our social media presences. Um, and last but not least, thanks to our producer, Matt Brousseau Roberts. Matt Brousseau. Uh, also our guests that we had over oh, a period of yeah. time. Uh, Tony Zaret and uh, Dave, Dave Holmes, Holmes, who we vastly underutilized. Junior, no, Julian McCullough. I think we did fine. Oh yeah, Julian McCullough. Um, that's it. And uh, Cal, SoCal, oh, yeah, SoCal, yeah, SoCal. Matt. Yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's it. Thanks to Dustin for bringing us into Feral. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he talked a couple times. And. Uh, Jason, who runs Starburns now, yeah, such a great guy. Always been Starburns so wonderful. Audio. Yeah. Uh, we, we really don't need to stretch this part out. Sure, we do. We're trying to think of all the people we need th- to thank. Yeah, we're trying to think of all the people we didn't write down. Um, I'd like to thank Steve's mom for coming to one of our. Oh, everybody's uh, mom but mine. No, yeah. Kitty never came to uh, she a recording. She didn't sit in and listen. She no. was in. She, she was, was just here. here. My dad sat in. Oh, your dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, your your folks just uh, hate us, Hunter. Nah, not you guys. Oh, uh, thanks to Patricia Whitaker for running our Facebook page uh, for uh, a while. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah. to thank Patricia Whitaker and Steve Huey for coming to my show last week. Yeah, it was a good show. Also, I'd like to thank JD's lady friend for. Oh, god damn it! Oh, somebody's calling Dave. Call. Professional podcaster going. When did I get to see? Where's the tickets to your award show? Um, thanks to everybody who uh, watched Dave's. Dave's uh, Dave's uh, Facebook live streams, especially the one where he belched. Yep, mm-hmm. that was the best one. Where I belched. I didn't say that. I said belch, but it sounds like you said belch again. Thanks to everyone yelling at nyatters out there, like the like that dumb band and the dumb radio station. Your Twitter army that you've yeah, created, our little Twitter oh, army. Jesus. You guys are great. Uh, I don't thank you. That's a three quarters of a thank. <laughs> Uh, we need less anger in this world. 
Uh, what else do we got? Dave? What? You want to thank any... Uh, Thank, oh, thank you for bringing those beverage holders uh, that we used to use. Yeah, those were great. Yeah. Uh, Andy Grabmeyer, who uh, did those uh, online um, charts. Yeah, yeah, the uh, chart graphics. Now we're going down a rabbit great. hole if anybody <laughs> ever did anything. Well, they can turn it yeah. off by now if they want. We're just going to listen to Cool Fool another ten times and yeah. think if we could think of anybody. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank the hosts of the Airbnb where we recorded a few episodes. That was a fun, fun time. <coughs> uh, uh, Thanks to our families. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Leah for yeah, watching my kids. Especially Leah. And, and yeah. my new lover for watching my kids while I podcast. Um, really, yeah, when you got kids, you need a lot of support from wonderful people to do a podcast. I'd like and a garage. Thanks you, to you, you guys for coming over here. Sure. So I didn't have to get sitters all the time. Yeah. Uh, thanks to JD for always choosing a residence that is far away from everything. <laughs> yep. But hey. But plenty beautiful. of wood paneling. If you guys came here during the day instead of the night, it's beautiful. We were never invited. Yeah, it's true. I'm here like once a week. You're never invited. You just come. Right. I don't you have just won't take I don't hit. have anywhere to go. All right. We're, you were going to say something, Dave. Yeah, it was probably going to be something sentimental about Leah. Yeah, we'll say it. Yeah, say it, bitch. Um, she is the reason that we kept this going. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when she was sick, she wanted to hear us keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think without her, uh, we wouldn't still be doing it. That's true. I think that's I think that's a fair uh, and accurate statement. And she's like, I'm going through hell of cancer treatment. You must go through hell podcasting with these losers. That's true. <laughs> that is what we heard every yeah, single week. I had to leave the beach in Hawaii to come back to my hotel room and podcast with you fucking assholes. Yeah. And if you've ever seen Triple Frontier, that movie is fucking terrible. Is it, that's so, the one that so fired it, you? It's on what Netflix. They didn't fire me. <laughs> I, what? Uh, Bleep that. That's so they wanted to give He's you more top money? five. No one fires top five. All right. That's... Not entirely true. Well, we should just f- fade out on this arc. Ah, yeah, round. All right. Oh, the audience loves that Our one. Sh- just let them, let them clap themselves out. Oh, I found out who killed Coco. Oh, who was it? I'll, I'll tell you later. Podcast Network.